Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everyone. Today is June 14th, and we're going to get into James chapter 2 today, which is really exciting. Uh, We closed out James 1 yesterday, which is just such a rich chapter full of so many wonderful practical and also very um, just really rich truths on how to do life in the middle of temptation, in the middle of trial, in the middle of um, how to actually gauge if our religion is true, if it's not worthless, if we bridle our tongue, and the fact that God is the giver of good gifts, and how to not try to honor the rich versus the poor. And remember we talked about in James 1, this idea that the rich would fade away, um, but the poor actually have an inheritance, that they, they, they get to be exalted. And that's kind of echoed actually the beginning of James chapter 2. Um, in the verses that we're going to read today, we're going to read six verses or seven verses today um, out of James chapter 2, which say, My brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, and if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place, while you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down at my feet, have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he has promised to those who love him but you have dishonored the poor man are not the rich the ones who oppress you and the ones who drag you into court are they not the ones who blaspheme the honorable name by which you were called so that that ending section is probably more particular to the actual audience james was speaking to but i think there are some truths in here I mean, no, there are for us to pull out. And that's where I want to focus today. I love the line where James says, have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? It's one of the most basic features of humanity, showing partiality, drawing lines between the ugly and the beautiful or the talented and the untalented or the sparkling and the dull. And it's evil. James says these thoughts are evil. We're so silly, running around preferring one another over the other, parading and comparing humanity. But we have no context for who people really are without Jesus. He is what makes us beautiful, worthy, notable. He sees the intention of his heart in every single human, the dream that he had when he formed them in the womb. Psalm 149 says he beautifies the humble with salvation. And James says that the poor in the world are rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom. Now, does this mean that literally every poor person is these things or are these things? Or does this mean what Jesus meant, sitting on the mount preaching an electrifying sermon to hungry hearts? Blessed are the meek or the poor in spirit, for they shall inherit the earth. There is a posture that God cannot resist, and it is humility. Isn't it said that true humility is not thinking less of self, but thinking of self less? The humble heart he cannot refuse. 
It will catch his eye every single time. And James is pleading with us here to leave the prideful preference pageant and to cultivate true humility toward one another, to see like heaven sees where things are a little bit upside down. The first last, the last first, the poor rich, the rich poor. It's a kingdom of contrasts and a kingdom of dichotomies. The rich man may trust him, but the poor man must. Let's applaud the kind of spirit that attracts the kingdom and not the one that builds its own. Thanks so much for listening today. I just have to say, as we're getting into James, I'm realizing how much of this kind of feels like a slap in the face um, over and over that James is really good at pointing out things that we all, I think, collectively as humans and as Christians often do to one another. And so this whole book is almost like a righteous rebuke. And there's a psalm that I was thinking of that says in Psalm 141 verse 5, it says, Let a righteous man strike me. It is a kindness. Let him rebuke me. It is oil for my head. Let my head not refuse it. And I think there are moments where um, this kind of wisdom is cutting. And as he goes after partiality, it was just causing me to assess, who do I prefer? Do I prefer beautiful people and talented people and gifted people? Is that who I intentionally go after in friendship? Or am I seeing like heaven sees? Who are the hungry people? Who are the people that are worth investing in? Who are the people that are worth running with? Who aren't going to pull my heart away to other things, but who are focused on the Lord or, or who are hungry to learn more about the Lord? And it, it challenges how I view humanity. Am I lifting people up because they're really good at certain things or because they are really attractive or they're really strong or they're really the, the popular one? And that's just not how Jesus wants us to be interacting in the kingdom. When we come into a church, it should look so different. And it should look like family, but a family of honor, first of all. Um, and so I just, I'm appreciating James, but I'm also aware that so many things that he's saying are uncomfortable at times, but with good cause. So I just hope that as you are reading, you're also feeling uncomfortable because that's a good sign, the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And it's also a call to live differently, that we are actually not supposed to have the Jesus-y version of a normal American life. Um, we're supposed to live radically different. In Acts, it said that these men were turning the world upside down. And that's our challenge too. So Hope you have a good day. Hope that these thoughts stir in you. Um, We're going to get into more of chapter two tomorrow.